So um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I wanted to talk about Atlantis. Perfect. I know you, I know, you know a lot about it already. <laughs> how, did you, um, how did you find out about Atlantis? Because I didn't really know much about it. I mean, I'd heard stories and some people. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't really know. I never really researched it or anything like that. And then what happened with Jen having the brain tumor and uh-huh. then the, the brain tumor actually linked her to a different lifetime where she could see her, that lifetime in Atlantis. I started learning so much about it. Oh, it's- man, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, well, let's get this show all on the road then. Um Let's begin. So today we have Sarah. She's going to talk to us about Atlantis and she's back again. She has some new exciting news about Atlantis and I've been dying for weeks to hear this story because it was big caps and like texts and said, Jason, we have to talk. I had a session. It was a QHHT session, correct? Yeah. So they, um, I helped Julia and Kaya t- uh, I co-helped them teach the level two classes. Uh I went to Mount Shasta. So I was like their guinea pig. Oh, let's just use Sarah as the guinea pig. Nice. Sarah. But (laughs) I can go go into hypnosis really easily. I've just developed my own little technique. I can show you if you want. But I can go into a deep level of hypnosis Uh myself. So... They knew that. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> she's the one. She's the one we're gonna have done doing this for us. <laughs> so, I I I didn't know where I was gonna go, but I I just kind of trusted, and it's super easy for me to get there. But I can't do it myself. I wish I could do like a full session on myself, but I'll either just fall asleep or I'll try to record it, and I'll I'll think. To, myself oh my god i know all the secrets of the universe and i won't have talked it's like so annoying so anyway right. you kind of need that guide in a way to like keep yeah. you right there in that that zone you know where you don't fall asleep but yet you're under you know <laughs> you know that's guide you through yes or when i don't know if this happens to you this happens to me all the time i'll be waking up in the morning and i'll have access to tons of information i'll be and i'll think to myself that's the answer I was looking for. I'm yeah. never gonna forget this. I'm never gonna forget it. And then literally I wake up and I've totally forgotten it. So anyway, having the guide is so key. And that's why they say uh to have like pen and paper by your bed so when you wake up. I have that. I have that. And okay. I, I wish I could <laughs> I'm just I still need the guide. So they were using me as the guinea pig. I went I went straight to this lifetime where, wow, so vivid. Um, It was, it was Lemuria. Okay. And um, I was this man, very handsome, by the way, very handsome. Of course, of course. (laughs) Handsome man. (laughs) (laughs) um, It was funny because um, I saw Jen in there. So all this time, that she had been doing the sessions, you know, I knew who she was, uh-huh. but I saw her in there, which is so mind blowing. Like, really? Okay. That my client, I saw her in there. She was, she was who she said she was, which is crazy. So anyway, 
So now you know how y'all two are connected. I know how we're connected. No. Um, now, I, you was a handsome young man. Yeah. And was she still the priestess? Yeah. Jim? Okay. Yeah. She was the ruler's daughter. It was so interesting because they're so hairy. <laughs> hairy? <laughs> like, really, like, wild hair. And, um, like, these flat kind of noses, like, um, kind of look like the Maoris a little bit, kind of stocky. Okay. And, um, hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, what I, they call those heads in, uh, South Africa, uh, South America, Olmec, Olmec tribe. There's oh. some heads and their nose are kind of like flat. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. It's really interesting. And, wow. um, yeah, and and they had like these like gold jewels, which is interesting. Like I don't know, but very <laughs> primitive, just really primitive. But I guess because they were so primitive, they received so many intuitive messages. Like they were very spiritual, and it was very women run. So I was a man, of course, and this women. Yeah, to obey their orders. Anyway, so I, we, we were in the scene and I um, saw that, that's really cool. I saw that the, there were these waves coming. Uh, the Atlantis waves or yeah. from, a, it, the, from the bomb, right? The explosion. It was like, see, I didn't know what was going on. Am I watching it from that perspective? Like, gotcha. uh, the practitioner I do know other things but I'm so focused when I'm in hypnosis I'm like so out in hypnosis um I just feel it see it really vividly it was so cool and I saw the waves they went like one totally like went over the island and then another one went over them but guess what I was on like the south side of the island there was a part of the island that didn't totally get wiped out and there were the boats there like that's what a, part of my job was i did a lot of expeditions try to like keep everybody safe so i had we had all these boats there and the people started filling it in the boats that's okay. funny you, you sell boats <laughs> I, yeah of course i know and i live on the ocean <laughs> I get, we get in these boats and this whole bunch, but we don't have any food with us because no one um, was prepared, you know, didn't know this was going to happen today. (laughs) And so we get in these boats and we know from our expeditions that there's this place, it's California, that there's this place that we had been before. So it takes us two months to get to this place. And we Yeah, we get there and uh, we stay on the beach. It was pretty devastating, to be honest with you, that feeling like losing everything and, um, you know, just there's hardly any hope. Also, getting to that beach area in California, we uh, didn't have that much food, but we happened to catch some fish and we, you know, rain. So, you know, in our, what we believed was that we were being helped by a lot of ancestors and stuff. Then we get, we dock on this beach, and someone decides to go hike up this mountain. And they come back right away, and they're like, oh my gosh, you guys, we all need to go into this mountain. And when we get to the mountain, there are like these caves 
in there. And they go really deep, and we start chiseling away at these caves. It's Mount Shasta. I'm in Mount Shasta. <laughs> I didn't know the Lemurian connection. Did you? Yes. Uh, for me, yes. For me, I yes. I didn't know that. That's funny that you did not know that. Okay, so then um, we dig. But that's good. That is good because this okay. validates things. That's good. Yeah, it was crazy. So we dig holes into the mountain. First of all, we hate being cold and it's like cold. And also we're all so devastated, you know, because we lost everything and it feels really safe to go into these, into these like holes and caverns. And then, you know, we have, we do have some crystals with us. So we use this kind of like crystal technology. Um, oh, you got to explain that. <laughs> Yeah, and um, like a phosphorescence to create light. So we are able to like create this like green glowing light in these caves mm -hmm. and um, just set up like our Lemurian civilization there. And um, I, meanwhile, I like get old and I die. And, you know, even though we were devastated, we were able to, you know, kind of create our Lemurian civilization. <laughs> and I come out and I'm like, that was Mount Shasta. This is Mount Shasta on, you know, right, like because right. they had a group uh, uh, retreat right in a class at Mount Shasta. It was, yeah, it was a level two class, then <laughs> a retreat. And I think people think I maybe I well, I was shaking and there was like no way I could make it up. Like my whole body was shaking and I don't really remember much of it. Of, um, the SD part, but I had no idea that they went to Mount Shasta. But I saw this like when I was in that life, I saw the visitors from Atlantis. Huh. Like they were in Mount Shasta already? No, no, no. When they were in Lemuria, they were coming oh, okay. on us and they came with these like it was like this um, like hovercraft where they you couldn't see them and they would just arrive and it, they would be there. It was strange technology. It was really crazy. Really like angular faces, like white, like tall. And um, like they were just really like pretty, I guess you would say. Like mm -hmm. very cosmetically like beautiful. Gotcha. Like, yeah. It was, was that the ones with the white hair and stuff like that? A blonde hair? Yeah, they did have blonde hair. And they did have that, like, this weird, like, suit. It was, it was weird. But they were very, like, beautiful. Like, they had, like, cat-like eyes. And some, like, purple eyes. But oh. they were, like, kind of, like, unfriendly. The Atlanteans. Yeah. Um, Interesting, interesting. Um, so did y'all stay in the caves long? Did y'all, yeah. in other words, did you die in the caves? Like, did y'all set up like a civilization yeah. in, the, in the mountains? Yeah, it, it felt like um, <clears throat> just like home after a while. I mean, right. we still came out to get food and stuff like that. And um, I, I know they're still there. <laughs> you would think, right? <laughs> 
it's just a feeling i don't know it's like but i i doubt it's like the same you know? not did they record the session for you did they, they didn't get... too afraid to listen to it because who like, you yeah why <laughs> i don't know it might have some juicy information in there for you i know <laughs> but something super embarrassing happened during it so <laughs> oh okay but you don't have to talk about that <laughs> oh, i'll tell you because <laughs> Well, did something happen in your session outside of the like the session, or something happened while you was under hypnosis and you were seeing something under hypnosis? I was seeing something under hypnosis. Okay, okay. Actually, I don't want to tell you. You'll find out. <laughs> you sure? Because evidently, there's no recordings posted out there. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. Um, well, so how was the, um, so the people you was with, how did they look like? Did they look like Jen's people or were they a little bit different looking? The people from Lemuria, mm -hmm. they all looked like Jen's people. Okay. The yeah. shorter, stocky, muscular yeah. and yeah, yeah, hair. <laughs> yeah. But like, as I left that life, I could see that they changed, like, because I was leaving that life and just could kind of see a little bit of the future and they had all become really thin and whiter. Yeah, and, they're on the ground. So yeah, their bodies adapting, I guess. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So what do you know about Atlantis and Egypt? Cause I'm going there next. Ooh, that is interesting. I don't know if I want to tell you or not. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to influence you. Doggy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of like some of the stories I've heard is that um, when Lemuria fell, a lot of people went to uh, um, California, Mount Shasta. And how, then, did you know how did you hear that? Um, Tom, Tom T. Moore's book states that so and do i have his yes i do have his book here so uh so in this book tom t moore he talks about atlantis and lemuria and that how a lot of survivors went to uh mount shasta they went to south america and hawaii and from what i understood hawaii was like uh their vacation grounds where they where they will go to have their vacations pretty much like it was a very sacred and very powerful place for them <clears throat> so um and that's how i knew about lemuria and then also i don't think dolores cannon's book talks about lemuria that much but even mount shasta um they did talk about like beings and, and civilizations being underground and one of the city of telos and one of the places that had a civilization was under mount shasta so yeah. the, the inner earth beings that was one of many places so and for egypt i want to influence you on anything but oh, i, I will tell i will tell you the story because it's fascinating because Edgar Casey's books and Dolores Cannon's books talked about the same thing where 
You shouldn't tell me. Okay. Um, I'm going to do another one of these on me there. Nice. Well, you know, I don't know. But it's it's fascinating. And it's also different times as well. It's not like Atlantis fell and then people said, okay, we're going to go on the ground. It's like a period of time happened. Like thousands, well, not thousands, but hundreds of years passed from what I understand. <clears throat> um, some people, even from Atlantis, like the more spiritual one, like the spiritual ones, the high, you know, the high, that knew that people were living in inner earth and underground, uh, they went to Mount Shasta in one of the books. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and for, and I will even say this for like, so you have Edgar Casey, um, Dolores Cannon, and a QHHT session that's on YouTube where the person is saying that, like, yeah, you think the sacred treasure or the hidden knowledge is under the Sphinx? Which is, I don't know if you know about that, there's supposed to be like a hint. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. the paw of the Sphinx. They uh -huh. said that's nothing compared to what's truly underneath the pyramid. Oh, wow. Um, and then that pyramid has tunnels where the other Atlanteans went under on the ground because <clears throat> the greed, the power, you know, the yeah. um, they didn't want to be part of the Earth experiment anymore. And they knew that things were doing wonderful down there because it's a different type of frequency, a different energy versus being above the Earth's surface. So they're like, forget this, we're done, we're going below and join our other brothers and sisters down there. And then some of them went to uh, the Gobi Desert. So, and throughout, they traveled a lot. So, and went through many parts of the world. <clears throat> but, but how I got into it was, you mentioned how did I know anything about Atlantis? And that's kind of like a gray question because even when I was younger and and something will come on TV for example the TLC channel Discovery History Channel and they'll mention Atlantis and I'm like okay well what is this all about and I'll watch it and I'm like oh, okay that's interesting and then move on but like anytime I heard something about it I stopped what I was doing to listen wow. without even like thinking about it you know like if I was like, let's say if I was cutting the grass and I came inside to get, you know, a drink and I'm, I heard something about Atlantis, I would stop what I was doing and say, hey, well, so, okay, so, all right, that's, that's interesting. And then um, I learned about Edgar Casey, about his information, and they said that on the History Channel, like he was doing channelings. So for Edgar Casey, They'd had a, a special, I think it was on the History Channel, and they were t doing a documentary, and they were talking about how um, he would give these sessions from the Akashic Records, and it dealt from everything from healing, uh, Atlantis, maybe a little bit about Lemuria, ancient Egypt, how he had a past life in ancient Egypt, and I think he had a past life in Atlantis, too. And that's kind of like how he knew so much about different things. 
and how he was a high priest in, in Egypt. So I'm like, okay. And I noticed he had some books, reading the books, and some interesting things came out of it. And so I'm re reading the books, and I'm like, okay, that's wow, that's good. That's interesting. Put the book down. Probably a couple of years go by. Um, I'm watching Ancient Aliens, and the Crystal Skulls book came out. So Karen's like, oh, I have a book about Crystal Skulls. And I'm like, okay. And she, she goes, here it is. And it's this thick book. And I'm like, Karen, you read all this? And she's like, no, I didn't read all that. She said, I only read half of it. So I started reading it and come to find out the Crystal Skull was part of the Atlantean race, possibly. <clears throat> so, and it started talking about um, information about how how you can channel the crystal skull and they'll give you information. Well, one of the things that came through was talking about how you're, you think you're so advanced now, but you're nowhere compared to where you used to be. Right. And I'm like, how can that be? Like, there's no way. I was like, we got cars, we got planes. And they were like, in that session, they were talking about you had all that plus a lot more. Right. You had free energy, free health. You know, it was a lot, you had more technology to heal. You had easier way to trans of transportation. Like all this would put your technology to shame. It caught my interest. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so then I started looking up for more information. Then I learned about Dolores Cannon stuff. And then after Dolores Cannon, that's what took the cake. Like from her sessions, like I bought her convoluted universe one book oh yeah i love that the book. first one and i went straight uh -huh. to the atlantis section i was like atlantis boom started reading that section and just the information from that was like okay and i kind of see where they're talking about our technology now compared to what it used to be in the past and how we destroyed ourselves once before and we're on the verge of doing it again if we don't change something around the mid nineties to the two thousands, you know? <clears throat> so, um, and like the stuff he was seeing was, was just amazing in his session that he was talking about. Kind of like how you were saying, like, you know, they had like this look of Hollywood. They look very, yeah. looking, you know, like, like, wow, these people look like they just walked out of a movie set, you know? Yeah. So, and then she and the Dolores Cannon's book, they talk about how some people, some of the civilization went underground while the wars were going on. So, wow, it makes sense because I have clients that'll say, Oh, we're headed towards like just instant manifestation, you know, where it's just super easy to do manifest whatever you want, and that then there's going to have to be something new because that gets boring. Like we think that's so great. Oh, let's right. make And we've been there before from what they said. Like we've yeah. been there. If you go to, other, if you look at other sessions that deal with other planets, like past yeah. lives on other planets, they're yeah. like, you've been there. Right. Y'all got bored. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and adventure. So now y'all are here. <laughs> and, and oh my gosh, I hear it all the time. Like the, 
ET races or whatever will say, you know, you guys are lucky. You guys have your physical bodies. You have emotions, which is so special. You know, you have problems. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody, any of us really like problems. And they're like, no, it's amazing. You know, it's like just feeling the experience. That's what they, that's what they would like, you know, to feel, to right. they're happy, obviously where they are, but right. when people come here or, people that's why beings come here to experience this you know this 3d reality and they always say don't wish your body away you know just enjoy enjoy the ups and downs of this like this dense experience <laughs> now did you so you had a past life in lemuria did you yeah. tell jen how you know her i guess you did i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> um did i'm assuming see a lot of people that had a past life in atlantis had a past life in lemuria now, sure. did, now did you have a, a past life in atlantis i don't know okay um i've done a whole a few on you know me but i haven't seen that yet that will yeah. be really interesting i'm excited for egypt when they when i get another session to see i bet that one's gonna be crazy Nice. And with you going to Egypt, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's up to you if you want to watch the video I did with my client, and that's on my channel. Um, but she, oh, I'm going to watch that. She had a past life in Egypt, and she had interesting points. What? Um, the light beings, how the light beings were assisting us and, like, showing us different things. And... She said, in, in her mind, she called them the falling angels, but these were like an ET race that came from another planet <clears throat> to help us out because we, you know, we we fell and we were trying to rebuild, and like this race came in to help us to like get us back on our feet, how to farm, how to do different things, how to build, teach us the stars, and teach us mathematics. She said that they, um, they had a certain glow to them, like they will glow, like light will come out their bodies with a glow. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, they're you know they're beautiful, you know they have a beautiful look to them. They're very loving and kind. So that's so cool. Can right. you send me that link? Uh -huh. I really want to watch that. Yep. And I'll post that link below too in the description. <laughs> Perfect. Now, some people talk about like the Anunnaki or like um, a different race that had, I've had some clients have sessions where they were building the pyramids and they were, there was like this race of beings that were kind of like assisting them. And so, so it's confusing to me. I'm, I'm really curious as to what happened there because then I've also had um, you know, had people come in their sessions say that the information was downloaded in the person's dream, like these mathematical equations to build the pyramids. So it's like maybe different time periods. Possibly. Oh, that's interesting. And it was interesting. One person described how they they used like the Fibonacci sequence. So I was like, that's really interesting. Like it was all sacred ge geometry and everything is connected to that and the pyramid went up to resemble the earth 
which is interesting. Um, yeah, it's like a, an equation that equals the radius of the Earth is yeah. to the circumference or the perimeter of the uh, pyramids, the way it equals yeah. up. So. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. How come you're not going? You got to go to Egypt too. Uh, you're going in December, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help teach the level two class and then I'm going to be there for the reunion. Yeah. I don't know. It's in December, so I got a couple of things going on, but, you know, and then I just got back from a trip. <laughs> World traveling, you know? Mm hmm. So it's kind of like it maybe if it was in February, you know, I could swing it. So right. it might have been a little bit easier, but I'm like, oof. Well, I just feel like it's so exciting. It's such exciting times because I feel like all this knowledge, all that used to be lost or totally put away is like flooding to the surface. Yes. Like everywhere. And it's like. And you know, there's a reason for that. <laughs> for the big awakening. Well, it it's even in sessions where they said, you know, you're going to need some of the knowledge from the past and to understand your past to move forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're going to need lost knowledge that will help right. you in the future. And also you need the knowledge from the past that makes you understand your past. You yeah. Know? It's really interesting too, because I started doing past life regressions about 11 years ago and people would be so out it's so true that the human consciousness is evolving because people would be out and they wouldn't remember their sessions even like 10 11 years ago and now because human consciousness is evolving people have awareness in these deep states in like the theta brainwave state they have awareness it's like our brains are totally changing so we're like becoming our higher self you know mm -hmm. and then now it's like risen to the surface so it's like we can move further into it instead of going deeper it's like everywhere kind of like right here you know nice so further into it if that makes sense instead of having to go so deep to get it because it was so unacceptable before right now it's not as unacceptable it's like all over <laughs> did you have any did you see anything else with Lemuria by any chance before it was uh, deployed or anything like that or anything I, you noticed yeah the crystal I, thing worked when, yeah how did it that was work? Really, so it was really interesting see I know from the sessions with Jen how it works but my <laughs> own personal experience in it I saw it from a man's perspective. <laughs> and so I, we weren't really as part of that. Like, um, um, it was, since it was like the women had a stronger intuitive ability, they were able to like connect with the crystals and they, they would like um, meditate on it almost to communicate with their home planet, basically. Oh. Whereas with the, so the Atlanteans, apparently, this is from what I know from Jen's sessions. The Atlanteans were missing that aspect. They couldn't quite figure it out. So they were, they just couldn't quite develop that part of them. And it had been passed on from mom to daughter in Lemuria. And they wanted that. They wanted it. That's why they came over too. Wow, that's so advanced. <laughs>
They tried many different tactics and they couldn't quite figure it out. Yeah. Um, but the, in the tunnels in Mount Shasta, you said that they were holding a crystal to light up the room. How did that work? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. All <laughs> I know is there was like this phosphorescence that they used and they did use some sort of like a crystal technology with that. And then I saw that they would divert water a certain way. So like, it was like, like I can remember like drips just dripping down and there'd be like mushrooms up the sides. That's what they were eating. Maybe they still do. There's lots of like stuff that grew that way. And um, when we first got there, we used lots of fires. But then, you know, you can't really have that, you know, it had to be lots of ventilation. But as we went deeper in, we couldn't use fires. So it had to have this phosphorescent light. Yeah. Were they digging by any chance? Yeah, we, yeah, we were digging. Like with shovels but and I, stuff or? No. Like with crystals? I don't know. Yeah. You'll have to hypnotize me. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember we were digging though, but. Come back I, then. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that um, it got gradually deeper, like, you know, in different lifetimes. Yeah. I get, I get, I got the sense that it was pretty deep. I mean, like miles and miles, like over 10 miles down. Wow. Yeah. And what made, oh, him go, what made him go so deep? Okay. Well, this is probably important. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> so the explorer, okay. So the explorer goes and he comes back right away and he was like, everybody needs to come. So we had this feeling of just desperation and just loss. And we go up to see what he's talking about. And when you get into the Mount Shasta and climb in where he went, there's a portal. So it's like this overwhelming feeling of calm. And it was like you could communicate with different, um, you know, your past relatives that have already passed on, um, where we originated from, this like, it, this energy kind of thing. There uh -huh. was a in there to, uh, I guess, different realms. But I didn't really know it was a portal at the time from that perspective. I just knew that it was like this overwhelming good feeling, whereas before we felt bad and we all felt it. So it was like, wow. And it was just this like, um, um, overwhelming feeling of like we can do this <laughs> yeah so and that's from that portal you had a sense to to go underground mm -hmm. okay. yeah so i guess it's i mean i'm sure it's still there i don't really know exactly where this portal is right but i, I assume that if you knew how to connect with it you could probably go into different realms through that portal there in Mount Shasta. Right. <clears throat> so what were they digging to go towards? Was, did they? Well, mostly, I mean, to be honest, mostly for safety, because I think everybody felt really bad. Like we had been so betrayed and so much loss 
Plus, nobody liked the cold. When we were sleeping on the beach, it was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, but some, that's California, you know? Right, I know, but from Lemuria to California, it was warm, like really hot. a few thousand years, you know? (laughs) Right, right. I don't know, I just, it was um, very hot, like in Lemuria, like really lush and tropical and just really, like you could smell the flowers everywhere. It was that feeling, like just, I like Hawaii, kind of. Right. Waterfalls. And it was um, like really flat in the middle. Like, and there were like mountains or cliffs on the outside and really ornate, um, really nice sculptures kind of around it. Like with lots of words and um, inscribed on, on it like around it it was like like it had like um like these stone structures around it by you know and in the middle was flat and i guess that's why it sank so easily right right my perspective i don't know you know what it looked like right so did it sink or or just the water just went on top of it the water was so heavy on top of it and there was so much water i mean it was like a huge but there was one part of the island that didn't get submerged right away. And that's where I happen to be standing. So I'm sure there's lots of people that probably remember or, you know, had that same experience where they absolutely the hit them right directly there. Wow. Interesting. Um, you think there were, were they digging under Mount Shasta, these tunnels? were they trying to get to a certain civilization that was already there or was it, or were they digging just to set up a new home and start a new beginning down there? Um, from my perspective, it just seemed like they were setting up a new home, but who knows, you know? Yeah. Cause I just kind of like went with the flow. <laughs> like not. It just is it's interesting to think like, what makes you think to dig underground and to go so deep? Right. I think mostly like the feeling of protection, you know, first, but also that, that amazing feeling, like that feeling of you're being protected, like um, overwhelming calm. And I guess perhaps whatever that energy was said, yeah. go deeper. I don't know. Okay. But really a dis a feeling of distrust i think also like you just lost everything it was right and it also could go back to like some of the books where they said you know those civilizations when they went below on on the ground they wanted to get away from the earth experiment and they didn't want to be part of that vibration and frequency and they right you know and these groups knew that if they went deep on the ground, they wouldn't be part of that, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think it was like, probably like an intuitive sense. Like, you know, they just knew that it was need to be. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Did anything else happen in, in your session? Anything else? Lemuria or anything else? Um, I know they asked to speak with my subconscious and I don't remember anything, anything about that. Um, I think it was mostly that um, it was kind of like a 
big reunion, I think a lot of times when they have these classes, it is, you know, everybody just kind of meets there. They planned it before coming into this lifetime. Oh, yeah. So, I bet you that the people that were in that class probably had, were also on the boats with me. Absolutely. I might have been there, too, probably. I know. I'm <laughs> sure we've had past lives. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I think even Tracy said it herself. She's like, you know, like, for you to have that much concern or connection to it and, you know, want to research a lot into it, there's more than likely some kind of connection there. It'll be really interesting to find out. Why don't you like fly to see me and we'll do a session. We'll film it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But if you have your session, you should look into it, you know, because yeah. I have some ju juicy information like, ah, oh, that's it. That was, that was one of my questions. I know. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to listen to your sessions. I know. Yeah. Listen to your sessions, but it was just there were so many people watching it and you know in the class and then you know right. <clears throat> now i wish i was there <laughs> yeah so you'll have to go to egypt to see the next one i know what else been going on with did you have anything from gin session i know one time you said something about atlantis you asked me some questions and i gave them to you but yeah you yeah into that by any chance yeah, I don't remember your question, so. Oh, okay. Um, I know you did ask something about Egypt, and she couldn't see that. Okay. She didn't know at the time, but now I'm curious. She just had a baby, so she's super busy. I haven't been, I've been just having regular clients recently, which is... <laughs> I feel like the healing part of the QHHT is just so, I mean, everybody's healing. It's getting easier for some Perfect. reason. You want to yeah. talk about that real quick? Yeah, I think because of the evolution of human consciousness, I think because people have more awareness in their sessions, their conscious mind, subconscious mind are so close together that they can make these changes so instantly. and the healing happens energetically first, but it seems to translate into the body almost spontaneously now. Nice. Yeah. It's incredible. I've had people, I had a man heal his, um, Oh, can I tell you this story really quick? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I had, this is like one of, this is so cool. Cause I had, I don't know who's coming usually I'll, you know, beforehand, I'll just kind of know their name and they'll ask me a few questions and they'll just show up. Well, I had this 68 year old man, his wife basically just dropped him off at my office said, okay, fix him, you know? And I was like, well, I don't fix people. You know, I just help them heal themselves. And he could barely walk up my stairs. I was worried that maybe I'd have to, you know, do it on the first floor because he was, his breathing was so labored and he, he didn't have feeling in his feet or his legs, so he had to like kind of hobble up my stairs. And as soon as he got there, he said, you know, I don't really believe in any of this stuff, but my wife has read all the Dolores Cannon books, and nice. she, just, you know, she just wants you to fix me. <laughs> I was like, again, you know, I don't fix people, but I'm going to help you heal yourself, you know, and, 
and he was like, well, you know, do whatever you're going to do, but I don't believe in any of it. And he said that all he'd been doing was sitting on the couch for 10 years watching CNN, basically, because he was so sick. He couldn't really walk. And he was so sick that he was just kind of like confined to this chair. Um, he had Jeez. Jeez. Huge, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's getting a double whammy. Yeah. I'm kind of freaking out, to be honest with you, when he came and told me all this stuff. And he had these huge um, swollen glands in his neck that he said he had had since he was a really young child. And um, they had tried everything. They had tried doctors. They had tried experiments, um, experimental medicine. They had a Rife machine in their house. They had tried different healers. They had tried different diets. Nothing had worked. So I'm their last resort, the very last resort. Interesting. <laughs> Nothing new, you know, it's fine. So we start the session and um, he didn't believe in past lives, which is totally fine. So he, you know, he goes into a childhood memories, totally fine, whatever, you know, whatever works for a person. And then um, we start to, I start to ask his subconscious questions about different things. And oh my gosh, it had so much to say because apparently he hadn't been listening. And it started, the subconscious started showing him different past lives. And he was just, he could barely believe what was going on, what he was really? seeing. Yeah. And he saw where the, um, where the swollen glands had originated, where his sickness had originated, what was causing it. He totally understood it. And then he felt totally healed. So I bring him out of the session. His glands are completely gone. There's no, and I have it all on video. There's no, they're not swollen really? anymore. And he can feel his feet. It's like the first time he's ever felt his feet in 10 years. He could feel his legs. And he's just so excited. He's so excited, he keeps talking about it. So his wife comes to pick him up and she takes one look at him and she starts crying. She's like, oh my gosh, like she just is shaking, crying, because he's he, he keeps telling her, I'm healed, I'm healed, you know? And then they're leaving my office and the, the best part was, this is the best part. So they're leaving and I said goodbye and I heard him go to his wife, thank you so much. I think I'm gonna start listening to you now. <laughs> the wife listen to the wife now no way so let me ask you this so he had this healing and everything what made him like what made the healing was it the was him seeing his past life and understanding or was it his higher well, self doing something what really i think what really causes the healing is understanding the message the body sending so in his case he had a lot of messages this is why he was so sick the body was just trying to force him to look inwards so he, when he looked at what the causes of these illnesses were and what he needed to understand from having them then he was able to release and heal them so the body will like i had this client that had a shoulder injury and she really wanted to fix her shoulder injury and the bot and the, uh, the subconscious said there's no way I'm not going to fix that shoulder injury because she's supposed to be a singer and we hurt her right shoulder so she cannot do this cleaning job 
And <laughs> so it's like the body, the body is just on your side, you know, it's not against you, but it'll have messages just so that you can basically so that you are forced to look inwards. Right. You know? Absolutely. And I feel like it's like the same with this great awakening that's going on, all this like lost knowledge coming to the surface. So you're forced to look at who you really are. Like right. it's the same. Thing. I think we're just going through this huge, like overwhelming awakening on all aspects. For the 60 year old guy, um, what was some of the things in his past life that was hurting him in this life? Did, did well, I'm, I'm going to try to remember because I kind of don't remember all the details now, but I know, I know they showed him like a time where he was like a priest or something like that. Okay. I don't really remember, but I, it was, it was so interesting to him because he started to see the scenes and he just like, it was like, Oh my gosh. Like that feeling when you want to believe something and you never really did, but all of a sudden now you can believe it. It's so exciting. Like this stuff is real kind of thing. Like, Oh my gosh, you know, wow, like it's happening to me <laughs> kind of thing. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Cool. Um, do you remember? Yeah, I have the best job in the world. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially when all kinds of cool stuff comes through. Like, I mean, for like yeah. for mine, I had a Anubis that came through. Same Egypt video. Oh. Anubis came through. Oh my gosh! I can't wait to watch this. It's so perfect. Right before I go to Egypt. Yes, and what made it great was she she kept on calling the name wrong. Uh, she she kept on saying Anub Anubis like uh, Anubi or something like that, and I was like, Oh my gosh, Anubis! You know, as we're talking, she goes, Yes, yes, and she pulls up on her phone. And she goes, This word right here. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like great confirmation because yeah, she she's like, I don't know what this is, and like this this jackal dog looking guy is in my dreams. What is what is this about? I'm like. I started smiling on the inside, like, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. And then um, after that, she, um, we had the session, and, and as we talk about the dream, say, hey, can you, can you explain this dream? And then sure enough, she goes, yes, that was Anubis that came to tell her this, this, and this. And she's like, oh, by the way, Anubis is here now. Like, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Oh my gosh. Everyone needs to listen to that. So evidently he's an intergalactic traveler and he goes, that's his job to help people, to show them their way to the light and to wow. be and oh my a dog God. because of, you know, man's best friend. He'll feel comfortable, you know, friendly, but wow. yes, that, that was pretty neat. So yeah, we do have pretty cool jobs. <laughs> yes. Well, what you're doing is so fantastic. Getting this information out to so many people, you know, it's really helpful because not everybody is a QHHT practitioner, you know, so. Right, I absolutely. think we rely on people like you. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, many 
many practitioners out there have like these great videos and recordings. Yeah. They don't know what to do with them because, yeah. you know, and I'm like, man, this is so good. This is interesting. Yeah. But, you know, they don't know how to convert it, how to upload it, how to deal with it. Send your stuff to Jason. <laughs> we'll work something out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's worth, I mean, some of the stuff that comes through is like mind blowing, you know, know. whether it's the New Earth or ancient Egypt yeah. or even Atlantis, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. even Roman times is because there's still a lot oh, of information that we don't understand from even from ancient Rome. Yeah, I know. So, really interesting. so well, that's pretty cool. It was so nice talking to you. And I can't wait to tell you all about my Egypt trip. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk to? Um, how long, how much more time do I have you for? Oh, I know. No one's come to jump on me. So, oh, I don't know if Tracy wanted to join in the conversation. I just saw something. I sent her a link. She can join us if she would like. Um, but yeah, you know, like the stuff about the Ascension, I get such conflicting things uh, about it. I don't, I don't seem to get, which is really interesting to me. Cause I know we all are like our own bubble, like each person, we're, we're the creator of our universe, but I don't seem to get stuff like hurry up and ascend or any of that stuff. Like, yeah, it seems like we still have a lot, to, a lot of work to work on. A lot yeah, of and and I always get stuff like, well, you don't want to ascend, you don't want to leave this reality until you're ready. But then I did have a session where the person was really concerned about how they were doing mm -hmm. ascension-wise, and their higher self said that they were on that path. That certain people intuitively know that they're ascending. <gasps> Hi. Hey. <laughs> Did, How are you? Did you guys have a party going beforehand? Is that we what sure happened? did. Oh, oh, now it's a party because you're here. <laughs> I miss seeing you. Hello. We're talking about uh, Atlantis in the beginning. So yeah. talking about uh, I was telling them about my session, but I left out the cup part. Oh, you didn't tell okay. me the cup. You saved that for me? Okay. No, I'll I mean, for, not for me to share it, but for you, for me to hear it. This is recording. <laughs> okay. You can okay, let me just tell you, okay? All right, so I was leaving this part out because it was really embarrassing. But now you that I see Tracy... Off, you want me to take it off recording? <laughs> it's going to go on Gaia, so who cares? Oh. All right, it's going to go on Gaia, which makes it even worse. Let me just tell you what happened, okay? Because it's going to go on Gaia, but it wasn't me. Whatever. Wait, I can't. It's too late, right? You know what? Yeah. It's probably not even that big of a deal. You can well, edit this out, right? You can edit it, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Gaia, if, if Gaia has it, no. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> you get well, to I told you. Well, I told you, like, I just go deep, like, deep into the story. And I was just so focused on the story. So... At one point, she was like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I think, I don't know. I think I said, I don't know if I can tell you or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Like, I, in the scene, I was aware enough to 
think maybe I shouldn't say what I'm doing. <laughs> well, apparently I was being rewarded and there was a ceremony. So I was being rewarded for being really brave. I like had stopped people from um, taking stuff from our Lemurian Island. And I was being rewarded and my reward was <laughs> okay. I think it's just fun to watch you tell it. I mean, <laughs> it can't be just, that bad. <laughs> it can. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally jerking off in a cup. I'm just checking to see if anybody's around. Yeah, as you yeah. say it and then check. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. But it was um well in order to finish your story yeah. and I will I will say something that might help you. Okay. So it, so they could have a virgin birth. So it was important to the story. But I <laughs> was like, why is it this scene? Like, why this scene? <laughs> you know, in front of all these people and like, you know, like I just I don't know. So I just said what I was doing. <laughs> that is what I was doing in that scene. And it was just like super embarrassing. But like I took one for the team. <laughs> and I just did what I was doing in that scene. But it was important story because it was good. That, yeah. Okay. It, was it good for you, Tracy? <laughs> it was a good story and and it was a lot of fun afterwards to see all of the yeah. sacred cups showing yeah. up and gifted. Yep. Yeah, I had a I had a couple cups gifted to me. So yeah. I, and then we got to use it for the sacred ceremony yeah, on the mountain. Yeah, and it's like it, it couldn't get worse. It wasn't like, the same cup, I hope. <laughs> no, who knows? Who knows what the way like the universe works? You know. So, then, yeah. The reincarnation yeah. of the cup. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it the way things work. But yeah. Well, to go with your story, so you did your business in this. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. It was used to inseminate. Okay. Like Jen. But, but there was five of them. Was doing it Jen it. or someone else? No, Jen. No way. You can't edit that out. You need to have that. That's a, that's a piece of the story. But if you remember, Jen did say that, that when uh, in the interview that we had, she said that not that it was an orgy, but it was also like where these guys will um, give up their seed. Oh, my gosh. Really? You know, and to inseminate them like they the, the process of their, you know, pregnancy and having children is a lot different. Than oh, what my God. And she's like, wow. she's kind of said that, and you said people were watching. So it's, yeah, she's like, it, you know, she was like, it's not an orgy, but it is a group of individuals and that's how they did it. So, um, but that's funny. So, so I guess Jen was alive then. So yeah. which one is Jen? Jen is my client. My client, I, so she, it's like a long story story but she had a brain tumor and that tied her to a different lifetime that I got into in Lemuria so she right. was the ruler's daughter okay so now I know how I know her yes <laughs> yeah. and you know her well 
yeah. You think of her quite often when I you're think in of happy her times. So often. It's so funny. So you, it's, do you have any sexual pull to her now? <laughs> no. But it was interesting. It's interesting though, you know, to do these past life regressions. It's really interesting to just kind of just get a different perspective, you know, just kind of remember the other perspective. When you did your business in the cup, were you underground? Oh. No. Was this the underground no, this part? Was on, this was in Lemuria. This, this was still before, the island before the tragedy. Before the tragedy. Okay. Now this makes this makes sense. So this was before yeah. all this was happening and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so you was yeah. one of the guys in the room, in her story. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't know that she said that, but yeah, I'll have to listen to that. But that makes sense. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So yeah, so then I got on the boats like late when the waves hit, and yeah, yeah. and I know what happened to Jen from right. her own telling me. But what's so cool is to see somebody you know in the past life, you know, and have it be similar. It's let, just me, really let me ask you this: How did you know? How did you know it was her? I just I didn't know. I didn't recognize her or anything. I didn't know. Except I know from her telling me the story, it must have been her. Yeah, because she was the princess, so. Right, so it must have been her, I think. But, like, I didn't look at her and think, oh, this is Jen, you know. Gotcha. I might have ruined the moment because you'd be like, <laughs> oh, no, this is my friend. Right. You know, because sometimes they'll say, hey, look into the individual's eyes, and, you know, the eyes would tell you if you know that person. And it's like sometimes right away they know who they are. Right. In, yeah. In yeah. your case, though, you were probably looking at other body parts. So maybe I think I was. Yeah. It's like interesting. It's no wonder, like guys are the way they are. You know. <laughs> gotcha. So, I I guess were you the only one doing your business in this cup, or was... no? There were other people. Cause so yeah. it, it was a more... mix. It was a soup. Yeah. It was a mix. Yeah. It makes it worse. I know. I know. But it was like, so they didn't have I one. I don't remember her story in the interview. <laughs> that was part no. of her story. I think I was like going to take care of my kid or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it was so that it was nice. so they didn't. Um, but that also confirms more of this story because you forgot that story. Right. Well, maybe, yeah, it makes it a little better. better. Yeah, but maybe I heard it in the back of my mind, though, you know, like, or I heard it and I didn't think about it. Or and that's what, but at least that's why they showed you that cup scene, because now it right. makes sense. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was interesting, you know, that that's that I started shaking and I could not stop shaking. It was just so much energy going through me. I mean, literally, you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be good, but thank you. Yeah, Jason yeah. got it. He got it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It makes sense why you're shaking. And screaming and yeah. And then she How fell asleep. Yeah. She cuddled up and fell asleep. What makes it even more interesting, Sarah's like, I'm not coming back as a man in this go around <laughs> yeah I, i'm not i know i was like no He's like, I'm gonna be a in this go around <laughs> no yeah i know why that is <laughs> i have so. to go because i have to put my kids to bed okay no, i just got to the party yeah. i know my daughter just sent me a text <laughs> we'll have to finish up our conversation with uh, ascension and 
Atlantis because um, with Jen and everything. So yeah, you guys will have to put your two stories together. And yeah, then maybe look and see if the baby looked like you guys. Oh, it did. I think I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come together in this life. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's just so. <laughs> everybody's so connected it's like it's funny how it, every it's almost like sacred geometry you know like everything is connected everything. yeah just, it is <laughs> yeah. one of the one of the mount shasta gals called me today or contacted and, and then called me um do you remember venus yeah yeah she had apparently got activated she said she went home and she goes, I have some weird things happening. Could you talk to me about it? And I was oh, like, sure. <laughs> she goes, I was sitting there and she has one of the crystal skulls, you know, and she goes, I was, I was sitting there meditating with my crystal skull and all of a sudden I started speaking this weird language and it wouldn't stop and I couldn't get, to, I was trying to stop and it wouldn't stop. I was like, welcome yeah. to my world. I blame Freya. And who was talking about the crystal skulls that. earlier? Yeah. <laughs> oh, were you? The crystal skulls are part of the uh, the group that I, the Poland gals too. Oh wow! What, yeah, you have to tell me more about crystal skulls. But like, do you just get a crystal skull and meditate with it? I don't know. Huh. I don't have any. Yeah, but um, one it, of the gals that's part of the group has a whole collection of them. She sets a grid up before we get started, and the skulls set, give her information. Yeah. Uh, so. Carol Davis was able to channel one of the crystal skulls, the, the famous yeah. one, Mitchell Hedges crystal skull, the most famous one, and she was able to do channelings. She'll put her hands wow. on the skull and like, went in a trance like that, and she was able oh, cool. to bring out messages. So, oh, yeah. The, the yeah. red skull was talking to us today. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> I, I gotta, I'm so Abandon sad. your family. <laughs> We're your family tonight. You just abandoned them. Right. Just say no. I know, right? Well, there. I gotta put the little guy to bed at least. I usually try to put him to bed at eight and like eight forty-three. Gotcha. We'll <laughs> still be here. All right. Yeah, you're always welcome to come back. Thanks. All right, <laughs> Sarah. Well, thank you very here. much for everything. Thank you for your story, and I'll leave links below for her website as well, so you can get in touch with her. Thanks, Jason. Bye, no. guys. Have a good night. Take care. Oh. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.